When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, beautiful human. Thanks for letting us inside of your ears today. It means a lot. Quinn 92. This man has a lot to say. He has a brand new album out. It's called The People's Champ. If you want to listen to it, it's available on Amazon Music. We're going to put a link in the description below. And uh, today's interview being delivered to you by GoPuff. They are making convenience stores way more convenient. Thousands of items available right in the palm of your hand. From electronics to home goods to snacks to booze. Whatever you desire. GoPuff will get it to you really quick. So try them out. Grab the app. There's a link in the description. And uh, use my code, Zach10. You'll save $10 off your first two orders. Zach10, you'll save money, use it, and enjoy. Here's Quinn92. Thank you, everybody. Good to see you guys. I I didn't fully... I was very blessed to make an acting debut. Yes. In your music video. Yeah. Co-starred... with Young Gravy, I wouldn't even say co-starred, man. What? You you just took that over. You were the star. <laughs> You're hot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean anyone who 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 hasn't seen that video, type in Backpack by Quinn XCII and uh, <laughs> Quinn ninety two, and. Uh, <laughs> You'll like, like you're right. Young Gravy's in there. He's like the first thing you see, and he's playing the judge. But Zach has this amazing uh, role of the of my attorney, and he just, I mean, you were, belie- dude. He got a standing ovation in the in the uh, music video. Like that courtroom was like sweaty and like a hundred <laughs> degrees, man. It was That's, like some studio, but I mean, you killed it, dude. Uh, it was incredible. Well, you know, you know, I, I I channeled my all. I thank you for the opportunity and for thinking of me to play your sleazebag lawyer. It really means the world to me. Yeah. And then I did, you know, all I wanted to do. The biggest thing that I didn't I didn't know before when I was actually on professional sets where like and this was a professional set but I mean like with like it was fun because it was all like friends as extras and stuff yeah, like yeah. that and everybody else was legit but like they were like the ones you like were hanging out in the courtroom and I just wanted to make sure I got it right every time so then you get the day done easier yeah. you know what I mean yeah keep things moving yeah I didn't do, I didn't know that back in the day <laughs> I was a real piece of shit I was bringing that mindset no, not a piece of radio shit. studio no no, no not, <laughs> not a piece of shit I just ne- didn't memorize lines growing up so it just delayed the process by you know uh, uh, hours and you can't wing it dude you gotta no. yeah yeah I Fuck even no. I'll do liners and stuff you know for like Spotify Apple mm-hmm. Music and stuff and I think I'll just go in and wing it and you it, you're right. It prolongs the day. No one wants to wait and watch you figure out what you got to say. It's just yes. better to come prepared. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it, that's 101 adulting, but yeah, it's a good uh, reminder. Amen. Yeah. But do you have to come prepared when it comes to making music? Like, do you want to go into a studio and be prepared with anything or do you want to just be nothing blank, clean, go? 90% of the time, I would say, like you, what you just said, clean slate, go in with no sort of like expectation 
that was my big issue when I first moved out here was like, I got to go and make a big song. And every time that didn't happen, which was like 99% of the time, I would get all depressed. And I'd be like, fuck, is this really what I want to do with my life? Like, do I need to move back to Michigan? Is this where I need to be? Like, you know, did I make a bad decision? And the second I stopped taking that, or I, the second I took that pressure off, everything just got easier, you mm-hmm. know? And just everything just started to flow naturally. Um, and that's just advice I would give to anybody, dude. Just like, you know, just just flow with life, you know, not to sound too zen, but. But they, it, it, there is a flow, but there also has to be some sort of placing or focus put somewhere. Yeah, yeah. It's like a balance, right? Because you don't want to force anything, but you also need to make sure you're in the right position or at least situation to, to even capture or, or document what's happening yeah you can't you can't be like I'm sitting on my couch all day because I'm flowing with yeah, life I'm waiting with the I'm waiting for the flow <laughs> right it's pushing right, me here. right and maybe I'm not saying you can't you can't you can do that but you know I you're right that's a very good point I knew I needed to put some work in and some effort uh, but mo- it's it's like work work hard but but trust that I'm getting to a place in life where like and this is a good segue to talk about the the, the, the record but like I'm I'm learning to you know clearly put forth my best effort, but also know that there's a lot of things I can't control, and mm. I I'm starting to let go of that that grip a bit, and I've been noticing that like it's chances are it's working like things work in my favor more often than not when I have that approach rather than being like okay it's got to go this way I got to make this this many streams have to happen week one or I got to sell this many tickets and it's like you're gonna run yourself into the ground if that's how you live your life I'm like. It just sucks, yeah. Um, it's crippling, no? It it, no, it totally is. It totally is. And with this album, like, the, I went into it. I'm glad you asked that question. Like, how do I approach making music? I went into it with literally no objective. I just wanted to make music just for the sake of being creative again. Um, and I was more focused actually on just being present and just like being and not trying to become something. Like, I think we're so conditioned to be like. I have to become something I can't like what I have already is isn't enough and Mm. it it takes zero effort to just be your like authentic self and that is the message of the album the people's champ is like everyone is already like you've already won kind of you're already yourself just stay true to that and don't try and 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 push the envelope a bit more and try to become something because that's just exhausting you know and do you come to this because you feel like you have to be something that you're not and I come to this because I think we're all friends, and I think I just want to talk to you. But uh, and and I no I, no I, I mean like do you come to this conclusion that this wants to create a oh, story? Yeah, I mean I show up to, I show up today because I was like I got nothing else going on. Oh, th- Zach, Zach <laughs> I mean, wants to talk. You're not that free. You're, you're not that free. You know you got shit going on. Um, but this you, conclusion is what you mean. Yeah, this want to 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 have a body of work that portrays this message of like. We all have already won. Do you come to that after feeling like you've lost or realizing that you've been winning and it's something that you want more of? That's a great question. I would say it's it's come to a... I, I got to this point by just realizing kind of what you... The, the latter of what you just said. Like, I, I've had a lot of great things happen to me and I think I never had that gratitude for it until recently. Um, and, and stuff like the pandemic helped when the the world just sort of shut down and there wasn't touring and there wasn't, you know, I I don't know. Um, and, and, and yeah, man, I just got to a point this year, like I shouldn't say this year, last year where like, 
I just realized like there's not much more I really have to clearly I want to do more stuff cool stuff but like I just got to a point where I was like I'm very grateful for what I have and I'm so sick of trying to like keep fighting for more things and I don't mean that as like I'm just done and I'm not going to be like I'm just going to be lazy the rest of my life because that's not what I mean but I, it was just like a, a moment where I was like, I really am grateful for whatever everything I have, and 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 if if I died tomorrow, like this would be enough, and and mm-hmm. I I think I think I can really like hang my hat on that, because um, in the past I I didn't, and um, I've just stopped identifying myself with like certain things that come with being in in the music industry, and and um, and just realizing that like I've always like like even though I've gotten to a pretty awesome place I've never had to compromise like who I am and and it's a good way of just like explaining to people that like you can attain things in life with having without having to just like change yourself and 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 and, and being yourself is actually the most important thing but e- even if you don't do shit do you feel like you are still changing for you both in sound and human even though you don't feel like you're not obligated to change but sometimes yeah. change is healthy and yeah. breeds greatness sometimes. I think I'm I think I'm actually more focused on changing as a human knowing that that will flow into the music. Mm. You know what I mean? And I'm looking at I'm almost looking at my career now as like okay, I have to start with me first before it can bleed into all my other areas of of my life, you know? And so like if I'm not taking care of myself, how do I expect to make great art? And how do I expect to be there for my friends and family? And how do I expect to go out every night and play shows like it starts with like myself and like self-care and uh and a lot of that more is like a mentality rather than just obviously like i'm i need like we talked about <laughs> losing weight and shit but like i need to like you know diets are good and all that stuff but it, it, it really i prioritize more of just like mental clarity and, and perspective and um mm. and yeah i think that even that you start with first in my opinion and then that transitions into uh, the motivation to want to work out and eat eat better and and you know work harder and stuff like that. Um, Does being married hurt or help motivation? Fifty fifty, I would say. Yeah, I would say it helps. It 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 hurts motivation because it's like, okay, I already found you know the person I'm in love with and I'm going to spend the rest of my life with and have a family with. So I don't really have to take care of my body anymore. And like, you know, like, I, like she, like, and it's such a neg, it's such a terrible way of looking at it, but I do it all the time, man. And like, I just, and I have friends that feel the same way and you, you just get complacent and you feel like, okay, like I've, re- I've hit that finish line in my life and yeah, we'll have kids and stuff, but. Yeah, but nobody's obligated to stay. No, you're, no, you're totally right, man. And, and I need to remind myself of that. So. Uh, what is a vow nowadays? Yes. <laughs> 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 yeah, sad yeah, but yeah. true, dude. Yeah. No, I mean, so fucked. Divorce rates are skyrocketing. You know, um, I don't, I don't foresee that with me. But you're right, dude. It's like that. I shouldn't make that as an excuse to not better myself. Yeah. And um, I think I do fall into that. But uh, but it's a big motivator in the sense that like I want to provide for my family, and I want to, you know, I want to make sure like sh- she is happy. And I'm, obviously, sh- my wife has an amazing career and like does her own thing. But at the end of the day, like. I feel as like the man I feel responsible for like mm. providing and you know when we have kids I want to be there and provide for my family and so so there's there's the positive motivator when it comes to marriage but um it's it's a it's a double and a uh, double edged sword I guess there's like there's there's good and bad to it um but mostly it's very good it's great 
Do you can I ask a crazy question? Hi, honey. Jeez. If you're watching, yeah. <laughs> I don't. I, don't preface that with the shit you were saying before the interview. I'm nervous about what you're saying. Yeah, I don't now. know why I'm on another. Like, I don't know. I'm like, why don't we pass this one off to Dan? Actually, <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm so curious yeah. as to what he's saying, but I'm also so scared about what he's gonna say. No, it is. It, it does, let it rip. Let it rip. I, I get very curious, and I, I'm very fascinated <laughs> with married people. Yeah. Do you have you ever was that you or him? Loved it. Have you ever asked her what she finds attractive about you? Well, that kind of goes. Yes, I have. I have actually. Um, What did she say? That outrageous. So many things. I mean, the a giant scroll. (laughs) Yeah. Well, (laughs) well, we'll start with my legs. My question goes: You have a song basically that's about this. Like, why did she choose you? Yeah. what which one which one is that? Why do you talk to me? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> why do you talk do that song? That's a um, you guys are pros. That's a great segue. It's it's literally a song about like why do you still here with me? Like why do you even like give me the time of day? Um I think I think she likes I think she likes like, you know, if anything, you know, clearly physically you could go down the line. There's so much to choose from, but uh, I think she likes that I've always remained that same person she met in college, I would say. And for me, that's never been hard to like it's it's hard for me to like try and 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 be like this new LA guy. I mean, I've been here for eight years now, but like it it's the easiest thing to just be yourself. And I think like that's also the best thing to be complimented on. So it's like, why aren't we all just doing that? Like, it's my, it's the one thing my wife always says to me. She's like, I just like that you've always been Mike and you've always been like the same person I met back in like 2013 or whatever. And, but I've never tried. It's like, I've never even thought of that. It's never been like, I've never focused on that or worked on that. So it's something we just overlook, you know, it's like, we're all just worried about, so much bullshit and and it again it's just like the backbone message of the album is like you're already you and that is fully enough and people are gonna love that about you even if they don't like whatever like it, it you're staying true to who you are and i'm sure most people will even if they don't like you they'll probably respect you for being you so um, yeah, man. I don't know. I mean, and then my legs. I would say number two. Got it. Got it. <laughs> By the way, like, God, respect. Yeah, means... she loves the Crocs too. I mean, the sock. I don't know. It's like crazy, actually. Wow, you look good. I gotta get more shoes. You do look good. I do love your fashion. <coughs> Thank you. Are you you really you, whoever's picking your pants does a good job. Shout out to uh, this brand called Cookman. They actually make chefs' pants. Oh, and okay. I swear to God, yeah, and they they're on Abikini in Venice, and um, okay, I'm gonna go there. Cooksman, Cook Cookman, C O O K M A N. They just sent me a new a whole. We've been talking on Instagram. They sent me a whole like care package. They're like the best. They're wait, what the fuck? It's like cool Japanese streetwear. Oh, for, that's exa- for I'm gonna, cooks. I'm gonna what? I can't cook for shit. Yeah, but I love Japanese streetwear. Yeah. So do I. You cooked up a good outfit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, thank you, man. Yeah, shout out to them. They're they're great guys. Have you been wearing a lot of their pants recently? Because you had another outfit the other day that I liked. On on my last tour with with Chelsea, I wore this. Uh, they gave me nine. I didn't give me. I bought nine pairs of pants, and I need because I needed just cool pants, and I wore them for the, every single show. And so I like those. Yeah, mm. because I realized it's like okay, if I'm wearing exciting pants, I don't have to. I can just wear like a white t shirt yeah. or like it kind of offsets the. The outfit, like it. it, it what, what kind of what what kind of fastening you got on that pair of pants? Like how do they how do they latch strings? 
Ah, uh, so it's a, it's yeah, it's like n- I don't no. want to show too much, but I mean, yeah, you don't, you're gonna get us all yeah. excited. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, oh, so it's a drawstring <laughs> situation. Draw, draw, okay, yeah, got it. Yeah, no, no, no belt loops or whatever. Got it. Is that mic bothering you? What? I can. Th- I feel. I feel like you think the mic's a little too high. No, I don't. I'm just. I'm. I just. I'm ADD. I didn't. You I did this last time I was here. I was just you touching. You can do it if, it, if it's shit. bothering you. You can do whatever you want with it. Does it bend? You can break there you it. Go. Oh, there yeah, see that. You think like, I would know how to <laughs> operate a microphone at this point, but anybody who asked me to be in their music video, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> car planche. Has anyone else asked you to be in videos or like? Well, are I, you are you going to be? Because I feel like you're going to be cheating on me if you well, do. Well, I say no to ninety nine point nine percent of things. You get asked for a lot of stuff. I've gotten asked a couple times, but I've said yes. To, I did was in AJR's music video one time. Amazing. That was when? Wh- which one? Uh, three o'clock things. Was that what I delivered, album was that? Uh, last album, I delivered the Hamilton line. They were like in like on the show. Uh-huh. It was great. No and way! It, I don't think I've seen that. It's they're on the album. It's worth it. Oh, I know. I know. Yeah, I love those guys. I love that friendship. Yeah, it makes me very happy. Yeah, dude. Thanks. They're they're awesome, man. They're just like the truly nicest people. And like, um, we met at like Firefly one year, <laughs> and um, they're just like Jack. I remember came up to me. I was leaving and. Like went out of his way just to say hi and stuff and um, yeah, they're like the nicest I love that they're brothers and there's just like it's like a one little happy family and they're just but like they're the best also incredibly talented and um, and and I advise anyone who hasn't been to an AJR show go to an AJR show because it's freaking it's like a it's like a musical it is yeah, total spectacle, and they yeah. bring these songs to life in ways that you couldn't even imagine. And yeah, their use of technology and just it's no, it's nuts. it's inspiring, man. Yes. Yeah, for me, like going on the road soon, like you know, I just it's it's cool to see like friends of yours doing like really spectacular stuff. So um, yeah, I'm trying to channel as much of that as I can, but I don't think I'll get anywhere close because they really did a good job. No, they are yeah, they are incredibly creative like creative powerhouses but so are you I, at, at the end of the day like real recognizes real so how real does recognize real like how does that go down like are you, do you ever get into the same studio with them or no yeah yeah uh-huh. you did uh-huh. for this record not for this one um we worked on a couple things prior to this that weren't as good they actually they made this song like the demo of this song and i think it was supposed to be on one of their albums and it didn't they didn't it didn't make it and they're like Let's send it to, to to Quinn and see if he like can write something to it. And then they're just like, "Why don't you write some verses? And maybe this could be like our first collab because I know like our fans have always wanted something between the two of us. And we we're supposed to go on tour, and yes, then that was before the pandemic. Yeah, um, that was gonna wow. be so fun, man. I know. I'm still sad that didn't happen. It's a whole other world, dude. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of someone who's had an amazing career, like just Killing blown it. up. Yeah, she's the best. Killing it. Yeah, but they sent me the song and. Um, and just wrote some shitty lyrics, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> now we got one. Yeah, I mean that's like—is it hard to work remote like that, and also to take a song that they had already written and then do your own thing to it? Because at the end of the day, like it is your album, so you it control do- what goes on it. It does feel weird when when someone does send you something. It's like I, this has happened, I think, one other time in my career, where like someone made something and they're like, "All right, now put your thing, your spin on it," and you want to serve it justice and you know make sure they like it. Um, but I, I, again, just going back to us being friends for a, a, a couple years now, like it didn't feel like I had any pressure on me to like mm. perform. Yeah. And they were like, you know, if it sounds good, it sounds good. Great. If not, we'll just try again sometime. But it, I, I thought it turned out good. And, uh, and, and I think it's really special. I think it's going to be, we just rehearsed it live, uh, yesterday and it's going to be a fun, fun show to play on tour. So, oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Are you going to sing Jack's part? No, no. I'm going to have his 
his vocal track in there. Uh, I, I, hopefully, he comes out to a show or something oh, yeah. to perform it. But you know, we'll see. Have you announced the tour? Uh, U.S. not not U.S. Uh, Australia and Europe. I have sick. Yeah, but we're waiting to announce the U.S. But it's coming obviously very soon. You draw quite the crowd to your shows. Yeah, man. You sell out, brother. Yeah, dude. I don't know. They just love again the legs and the crocs and the the confidence. Is there a <laughs> have you been able to realize a sound that you have, and how would you categorize it? Like a, a, a sound that follows you from song to song. Um, because there is a similarity when you listen. Yeah. I never think there are, there is, quite frankly. Really? That's one thing I think we talked about last time I was here. I think the only thing that draws it together is my voice yeah. and the tone of my voice. I've always thought I'm like definitely not the best singer ever, but I think my tone is unique enough mm. where it stands out. And I think that is what kind of draws this like linear aspect to, to all the songs. But um, I would actually rather ask you what you would describe it because I don't, I, I don't know. It's just... Uh, I've described it in the past as melting pop, like melt. It's a melting uh, pot, but melt. It's melt a bunch of different genres just kind of compiled together. But I, I don't even a, know at this point, dude. There's it's, a consistent brightness to the records. Yeah, it's like I don't know the right ways to describe it, like in an official capacity, or I would right now, but I don't. Just yeah. because I'm not like I'm. I don't. I don't speak. I don't have like musical vernacular. Like I don't that. either. I don't either. Honestly, I remember. You know. The, your last in-person appearance on the show you were talking about using airpods to do like actual mixing for your songs yeah to listen to like demos and stuff are you still using those not airpods i use uh this strong like just store-bought or i mean you can buy airpods in stores but no the, i get what you're saying like yeah the, <laughs> the, the basic ones you're a wire guy now. yeah yeah but i lo- i prefer those actually like really? qu- quality wise yeah what do you guys listen to you guys use like big <laughs> nice studio headphones yeah, there you go. Dan, yeah. Dan's on the same wave. Yeah. Nice and old school yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah. Because honestly, and, and I do mean this, if you wear, like, these are great headphones, but sometimes, like, the bass in these will overshadow some of the, like, tinier components, like, mm-hmm. in songs, like, little twinkles and little synths and stuff. Like, that's why using crappier, quote-unquote, crappier headphones is better, because you get to hear every element. Um, yeah, I don't know. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. That, but but that adds that it just that's texture. Yeah, it's vital texture. Jeff's kiss. All that you need. Yes. Good record. Thank you. One of my favorite lyrics I've ever wrote was that song. It's all that you need is what you can't see, but you've always had it, and that is about being yourself. And just freaking don't. That's true. It is true, man. Yeah. But like, what pushes you to come to that realization, or are you just? older and wiser now so you can look back and realize things i think through um a lot of experiences a lot of experiences with like depression and anxiety and highs and lows and getting to tour the world and then getting to sit alone on your sofa and no one's clapping for you like it's just like i've been through a lot of paradoxes and like opposites and i think through all of that i was like what has stuck with me during all this experience and it's myself you know I've always been there for all of it. And it's like, that's all you really have at the end of the day. And all that other stuff is fleeting. So, 
you know, just, just, um, it's important to not try and, and clench for those. It's important to realize that you can't have happiness. You can't, it's not a material thing. Yeah. I know it's a bit cliche, but like, it's not, it's not an objective experience. It's something that you have to look inward for. I really believe. And, um, and yeah, I'm just kind of getting to terms with that. Is that what black Porsche is about? A little bit. Yeah. 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 Blackport. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's specifically talking about just like things I've acquired definitely is, is a song that talks about that stuff. And that was more of just like a stream of conscious, like just ran, I was just spewing random stuff. And, and, and at the time I was black, I was driving like this cool black Porsche and I ended up getting rid of it because I just thought it looked like such a douchebag mm-hmm. I could go to like Whole Foods and step out and wear like <laughs> Birkenstocks and it just didn't like fit <laughs> I didn't like fit the part of the car um, but yeah I was just like that that car I thought was like a good example metaphor for just like you know I didn't really need it mm-hmm. you know like there was a lot more I was searching for than just like a cool car so yeah you rich <laughs> nah I mean, not really I mean, you're doing okay. I'm I'm doing all right, but I wouldn't say rich. Do you look at your bank accounts often? Yeah. How does it feel? Nerve wracking. Really? Yeah. Cause uh, my wife likes to spend a lot on furniture. She's an interior <laughs> designer, so. Oh, damn. I know, and she likes the expensive shit. So. Uh, I'd rather go to like. I don't know. IKEA or something, but. But she she gets the high high. But end she shit. likes the high end shit. Yeah. That's uh. God, I wish I had that. I don't want her to leave me, so I'm. Yeah, let's, but let's, you have to. Keep, let's do it. You better keep working. Let's buy that sofa. Let's. <laughs> but like, what do you do with your old sofas? Um, we've had the same sofa for a while, actually. Uh, we actually just like reupholstered one of them, and Jesus, yeah, um, that's expensive. It is. People don't realize how expensive furniture. No, is. it's crazy. It's terrifyingly I'm, expensive. I'm actually like, I, I'm about to move and I'm nervous. It, it, it's su- it's one of those things no one tells you when mm-hmm. you get older, like that's going to be something you're going to have to deal with. Furniture is crazy expensive. That's why I don't own, I don't own anything. No, he just, wait, and that's true, right? Yeah, I, don't, I just have like, it, my apartment is basically, you told a, me that last a time, a bed, a dresser, and then me. No, you have a red lawn chair. I have a red lawn chair. I bought and it. And I remember that. Yes. that you know what that's, I was going to say? Isn't there something else that yes. like a red something? Because when the pandemic hit, I was like, shit, I'm going to be stuck in here for a year. What do I yeah. do? So I went to Target, bought a lawn chair, and that's all I own. <laughs> so like right now, if I walked into your room, it's just like, is it like wood floor? Is it like there's no, a carpet? No, it's in this shitty ass carpet. These <laughs> ugly ass walls, a bed, a dresser, and a red lawn chair. Do you have like pictures on the walls and stuff? There's nothing just on the white walls. Just white walls. <laughs> it's like an insane asylum. There's not even lights in there because I when I went to get it, it was during the day and all the light was shining through yeah i was like oh it's bright as hell in here yeah sun went down i was like oh shit there's no lights in the ceiling (laughs) yeah and it's been five years and i've never bought one have you seen that show on netflix (laughs) called minimalist it's like it's you would love this dan it's all about it's you these two guys it's all about the art of living with minimal things and it but like actually how that gives you a lot more happiness. i think dan's onto something because these every every person they highlight in the show it's like they love their life because it's yeah. I don't, don't like have I'm, as much to deal with. I don't feel like I'm missing anything. Yeah. And if I do want to move, I just pack up a couple of boxes, put it in my car, and drive away. Right. It's you not know, like a big. Uh, it's not like uh, a moving day. Oh my god! And that f- moving day sucks. I used to work for a moving <laughs> and storage company. Oofed. Blow my brains out, dude. It was terrible. That, <laughs> I was, I used to work with a sex offender. They were, they would just hire people. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, because nobody wants to do that job. No. So I was just like toe to toe with like. I don't even want to get into it, but it was God bad. damn in Michigan. It was yeah. Damn. I'm not gonna say anything anymore. No, but, that's uh, you know. Well, well, you 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 would move. That keeps you in shape, though. Yes, I do watch these people who move my <clears> shit. <throat> I'm like, wow. Yeah. God, and I move myself once. 
And I feel like such a piece oh. of shit when they're doing it. I'm just yeah, like, all right, guys, it. a little closer. And I'm just like fully capable of helping. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like in my boxers. I'm like, it's fucked up. Yeah, I'm such an asshole. Yeah. It's fucked up. Yeah. It is. God, I feel that. I get that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, what record stood out to me was FOMO. Thank you. I love that one. That one I think is going to be one of my favorite. I mean, I think it is already my favorite. What I mean is like one of one of the fan favorites on the on the album. It's really fun to play live. People, like, I I felt that way. Don't do cool shit without me. That's the my buddy Mark uh, wrote that song and he pitched it to me and I actually uh, that was another rare experience where like speaking of like similar to the AJR thing like that song was just sent to, like we we heard it and I was like we need this song and uh, it's the, one of the the second time in my musical discography that I have taken something that was fully written prior to that. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why did you feel attached to it? I don't know. I mean, I got a shout out. You've met Jesse, right, my manager? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he uh, he was like, dude, I ha- I found this song, and I know you're not one to, you know, normally cut vocals on these uh, on pitch records, but he's like, I just feel like you need to hear this, and it feels like this could be like exactly what you would what you would write if you had to you know, write something on this topic and he was right. He killed it. Um, so I, I cut the vocals and yeah, so it's great, but it's I, FOMO. I mean, dude, it's like, I, it's, it's, it's a very relatable topic mm. and, um, I've never heard a song called FOMO. So I, it was, it, it was called don't do cool shit without me. But I was like, I kind of just want to call it FOMO. FOMO. So luckily Mark who wrote it, he's cool with that. So yeah. Well, you kind of kept it in there. Don't do cool shit without me. Yeah. In a little parentheses. In parentheses. Yeah. Yeah. It's true shit though. It's like I don't like to see my friends having fun without me. I know it's selfish, but it is totally. I mean, yeah, you know, been there, felt that. Yeah, yeah. Sounds like you felt it. Yeah, last <laughs> night. <laughs> fucking, it. Yeah, pretty, yeah, people probably reason. noticed by now that you. Uh, oh, they know. Some of you smoke a. <laughs> oh, I, a oh, day. oh, oh my god! I, no, no, no. My voice, you know, it's bad. <laughs> this is so embarrassing. It's it's so okay. So I'm gonna explain it to everybody. I actually got rid of smoking bongs and real smoke in my life. Really? I own like I have a very expensive mechanism that, you know, produces really healthy vapor. Yeah. And that's how I consume cannabis now. Sorry, I have to put you on the spot. No, it's okay. No, no, no. It's but see it's so ironic that I literally did this yeah. to try to avoid this. And it didn't cause it. It's just I'm getting over being sick and I have this lingering thing in my nose. <laughs> And it like, she lingers, she's here, and now your ears have to fucking pay the price. I'm so sorry. Well, actually, we all have to pay. We're in the studio with you. Yeah, so. well, yeah but you're not going to get sick. I mean, hope, you hope know, not. don't I mean, worry, don't worry, don't worry. I got a busy day. week, man. I got this thing. Right. I got promo. Yeah, I, you have I, to. You, <laughs> can't afford to get sick, so. I can't believe you showed up here alone. <laughs> I know. I love that. I know, dude. I don't. Uh, <laughs> anyone could just take me out if they wanted to. I don't think there's. Uh, <laughs> No, oh, the label. Shit. The label's just like, just go, just do, just do it. You know. And they're like, you got this. Yeah, yeah. I actually, no, I like it though. <laughs> I, I, it, it, I, no, I'm, I'll be honest. I mean, I love my label and I love all the people I work with, but it's refreshing just to like not have to coordinate and just like be like, all right. I just texted you. I was like, hey man, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm a little late. And like, you were like, fine, it's cool. You know. Is there any truth to the theory that you and Chelsea Cutler could be the same person? A lot of people think that. <laughs> no, we're vastly different people. <laughs> We're, we're we're wildly different. We just are very similar when it comes to music. It's like I love it though. Yeah, it's something special. Yeah, thank you. I mean, she's great. She's she's like a little sister to me. But yeah, she no. Well, you guys have a huge fucking hit together. Yeah, well, I mean, that song's huge. That's all, that thing has. Which one? 
Uh, well, I I know it. <laughs> what I one want, are you talking? There's so I many to choose yeah. from. No, the new there, one. Let a, me down. You guys sound great on that one. Thanks, together. man. Stay next to me, Flare no, Guns. Stay next to me is what I'm yeah, thinking about. Yeah, yeah. I love no, I mean, that song. It's it's hard. It's hard when some of your biggest songs are collab are collabs yeah. and they're collabs with the same person. Yeah. Like that 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 goes for both of us. So like in my show, it's like I always got to carve out time to have that Chelsea, you know, sort of medley. Yes. And um, when she's not there, it sucks. Which is you can't she can't be there every show yeah. and and. So, yeah, but it's you, you can't not play those at least for for my fans. I I know they always want to hear those songs, and and I want to play them because they're fun. I but. also had like no idea how big the Chelsea Cutler Jeremy Zucker like sub Brent, EP the Brent stuff. Yeah, the Brent, oh my gosh, dude! I was like, they're what? huge. First of all, they're amazing. Yeah, but then I was like, what the? This is fucking huge. No, they're great. It makes me so happy that people are listening to slower, more acoustic, folky storytelling records in a world where like if you go to like a label or a radio promo person, they're like, oh, uh, mid tempo, too slow, yeah. too slow, too slow, never yeah. gonna work, you know? Well, I love that they did that because, and again, like just again from finding inspiration from friends, like like they just, you know, went to like a little cabin in, I think it was like upstate New York or maybe mm-hmm. Vermont or something. And um, they just, yeah, like no, I don't think they were trying to make like hit records. They just wanted to make like a, a cool folk, like moody EP thing. And people went crazy over it and then they made a second one and, and they know. went crazy again. yeah dude no it's amazing <laughs> and like you know we got to see them like they when when we played red rocks like they did that little uh brent medley during it and just to see like ten thousand people all singing this like oh, these got slow songs yeah dude it's i know i know it's really cool and it's cool when like big artists like that can still like i don't know there's something like, to this little put their co- effort into like a subgenre like that. Oh fuck yeah. yeah! But you all have created a collective that is very judgment free. That I think enables each other to do that kind of stuff. Yeah, I think so. I think so too. It's really I'm really lucky, man. I'm really lucky to be in a collective like that with some of my best friends, and everyone is just like positive people trying to make an impact for the better, and you know, does writes music and performs it for like the right reasons. I think. I think. There's a lack of that maybe uh, um, in some areas in the industry, and so it's refreshing to be a part of a team like that. So Truth. I don't take it for granted at all. Are you talking to the bartender in that song? Or are you <laughs> like, what, what, what are you doing? No, but it, it's it's loosely. Uh, I wrote that song just about you know just having some drinks after a long day, but um, I actually played it. I played a show at my buddy Andrew's bar um, in Grand Rapids, Michigan. It was like a pop up <sighs> show. And we just like a, a, announced it the day of, and we had like 300 people show up, and like people were like, kids were like sitting on like the, he had like a little patio in the back, but kids were like on like the neighbors like roofs and like pouring into the into the alleyway just to like get a glimpse of the show, and it was just an acoustic set, me and my uh, guitar player John Carlo, and like it was it was it was so cool. But I played that song later that night in the bar. I was like previewing some new music. And he was like, "This, like, is this about me? Like, like, <laughs> like." He was convinced, and so I'm, I'm. Maybe I'll just start telling people what it is about him. But shout out to him; he's great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, dude, I don't know. It's this album's random. It's random, but I love that. There again, the the pro, the the reason for making it wasn't to write like a cohesive project. It was just to be present and make music for like the love of making it, and just remain myself. And and whatever came out is what came out. And this is what came out. Do so. you set time in the week or the day? How do you like if if that's the way the flow is going to go? Do you have to like at least sit in a studio for a certain amount of time to trigger it or what? Um, yeah, 
I, I don't think there's like a, okay, we hit the hour mark. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's pack it up. <laughs> but I think, you, you know, you sit there, you try some shit, you walk outside, you get some fresh air, you order food, you come back, talk a little bit. And, um, but the key is like not forcing it. You know, it's like always about catching lightning in a bottle and not reaching for the stars, so to speak, and just letting it come to you. I mean, you can try to fucking reach for a pop smash or something but i guarantee you it's not going to happen and you're just going to hate yourself afterwards and so it's it's better i found just to kind of sit back and just hopefully it just falls in your lap it's a really weird process it's like john bellion describes it as like catching squiggles in the sky and like you know and that's really what ideas are it's like catching something as it's floating by and like harnessing it down and, and and running with it that's it's it's a crazy way to look at it but it's true man it's like we're not the ones making these ideas i'm i'm also a firm believer and it's just it's coming from the fucking universe and we have to just like be patient people think that like chris martin believes all of his big songs came from above and like it wasn't him i do man i mean clearly like chris martin has to put some effort into like like i said like taking that initial seed and then running with it of course and then he has to now it's his responsibility but like that initial spark I don't think it's his. I don't think it's mine either. You know, it's just about like observing it and recognizing it's there and then just that's grab- it. Recognizing that it exists. Grabbing it. Yeah. I think you need to give yourself more credit. I, I, I say, you know, it's funny. I say it when I say stuff like that, mm-hmm. I, I know it's at the expense of people being like, come on, dude. Like, no, you're, you're good at what you do. And I, and I, and I, I, I know I've like, I've gotten good at what I do, but, um, I definitely don't, put all of the credit on my shoulders i guess well this is like what your second album in two years the other one was 2021 second in i think i think two years years. because you did the show during the pandemic sleep while i drive so good Mm. oh yeah that's still one of my favorite songs that's the last album Last, uh, no, no, that's the one prior. What the fuck? Change, change your scenery too was over. Oh, geez, uh, I'm so sorry. Was over. It's okay. So I mean, it's a lot of squiggles to be grabbing. Like it's a lot of squiggles. So <laughs> I mean, you got to give yourself credit. You're yeah. pretty good at what you do. Thanks, man. Well, it helps when you're surrounded by you know the right people who can bring that inspiration to to the table and um, generate the squiggles and uh, <laughs> and uh, we got to make a band called the Squiggles. Oh, there's already the Wiggles. So I, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's just diss tracks on the Wiggles. Um, and uh, yeah, dude, just like. It helps when you're surrounded by creative people. That's another thing. Like, I think I, I don't produce my stuff, so I have to, I, do, I really do depend on other people in the room. I'm just there to write and, you know, come up with the lyrics and stuff. But um, it's, 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 my job is made a lot easier when I can be around other people who are really talented and, and those, uh, those ideas come to light way easier. So hard to trust somebody, but are you been using the same person for a minute? Uh, I, it's not it's not the same person it's like more of like a circle of people but yeah I mean I've tried a lot of different sessions this past year I tried a lot of stuff actually I just signed with a new label and like I was just you know I wanted to I wanted to like play ball with all the resources that they have and you know test out everything and I was excited and I just kind of realized that I, I I think I fit my, my work is best when it's just with a specific group of people and mm. uh and people I really like, like enjoy working with, you know, and like am friends with, and it's it's people I can like actually go grab dinner with outside of the studio, you know. It, I don't know, like I can't. You're right. I don't Sorry, know. I'm like I, you know I keep hitting this <laughs> thing, thing behind me. Can you, can you put that hat straighter so we can uh, get that logo in there? Yeah. What is it? Go, go puff. puff. Oh shit, you. Yeah. You, you know them? I do. I thought it was a vape company at first. Oh Jesus, no. Speaking of. <laughs> Shouldn't wouldn't you think they would have? A, I they, think you know it was made originally because of stoners. Is yeah, that I think there say? is a tie between Ser- them. Seriously, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Zach, can you fix that? Oh, sorry. Yeah, 
Wait, so He's like, have, seriously though, can we uh, yeah, seriously though, get can that a little more visual? <laughs> there we go. <laughs> but yeah, no, I think um, I think I, I enjoy working with, you know, just friends, you know, just like. Well, people yeah. you trust and people, people like, you're comfortable around. Yeah, 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 exactly. That comfort is game changing because it allows you to be vulnerable and fuck up and. It, totally. You know, get, get, get another shot. People, yeah, people don't realize like writing a song, like the most awkward thing in the world is writing a song with a stranger in LA, like. Not just LA, but you know, like it happens all the time in LA where you just you get paired up with like a producer or a writer and you're meeting for the first time, and then it's like, okay, nice to meet you, man. Where are you from? Blah, blah, blah. Where are you from? Blah, blah, blah. Cool. Where do you live? Blah, blah, blah. Whatever. And then you sit down, like, all right, now, like, what, ha- like, let's, let's write something like that happened to you in the past. Like, that's so unorthodox, you know? It's like, Ugh. I don't open up to people I've known for five years now, you know? Like, how do I, th- how do I, how can I expect myself to be that vulnerable with a total stranger? And I like, I've realized like the people I do work with now, I've known for some serious amount of time and it's no wonder that I like get my best results when I'm with them because uh. like you said, like I'm willing to kind of let my guard down and just be myself. So, and, 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 and not fear to fail. Um, uh, and when you find people like that, that you're actually like comfortable doing that around, especially out here, it's oh rare. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, dude. In life it's rare. Yeah, Everywhere yeah. it's rare. Yeah. Honestly, man, that's why I love talking with you, dude. I feel like, you what you do is great and you, and and you and you bring to light like up and coming artists and albums and music not even say up and coming but like you know you just do what you do very well but you're also like we're fr- I would say we're friends oh fuck yeah like 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 we did the video I see you at shows like this doesn't feel like work to me you know and and I think that's that's special and it's it's not it's a it's rare yeah so, uh, it makes it easier it does dude. Yeah, I'm not. I don't have a, a panic attack right now. Like That's, if I if I was on I don't know any other thing, I'd be like, how do I look? You know, am I saying something okay? Like, uh, know, do I sound like an idiot or Zane Lowe wouldn't give you a panic attack. He let you rub his head. That bald head. That's is probably, probably so true. Soft. I yeah. want to meet him. I saw him at Coachella once. He looks like the coolest dude ever. You know, I you know, hi Zane. Uh, I saw you at Coachella too from afar. <laughs> I thought you hated me, so I didn't say hi. <laughs> but then I found out you don't hate me. So the next time I see you, I will. Why say do you hi. think he hated you? I he thinks everybody hates him. Yeah, and then sometimes I think someone hates me, and I actually find out. Is that it because you guys are like doing the same thing? Nah, and I don't know. you know, Ryan Seacrest hates me. No, yeah, but guarantee he doesn't. <laughs> I swear to God, he does. Keep going down. Why the do list. you think so? <laughs> I, you know, I, <laughs> the list is Dua Lipa, <laughs> and she came back in the show. She Joe, Biden. Joe Biden, <laughs> Joe Joseph Robinette Biden. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, I don't think. I don't think that. <laughs> Would you consider Big Shot a friend, or is that just like a bucket list thing? I, I don't like weirdly both. I think, um, like he he clearly is a bucket list artist for me. I mean, being from Detroit and. He's an artist I've always looked at. I used to play his music in college. He still plays music all the time. But like, you know, it's just someone I've always been like. It'd be amazing to work with him. And uh, I finally got a chance to. And uh, you know, it, it's I met him for the first time at the music video that we shot. He was the nicest dude ever. Like exactly h- how I hoped he would be. Just like a normal guy from from the Midwest. And um, but I'm I, I'm not sitting here like yeah we go out to dinner every night and you know no I I think we're we're acquaintances. I would say maybe we're, we're friends. I guess, but. Uh, no, I think, um, just a very cool bucket list moment. And if he wants to go out to dinner with me sometime, I'm, I'm going to say yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I got his number and that's, that's, I, I think I've won. Yeah. That's all I wanted in life was just to work with him. And yeah. So <laughs> he's shout, a good guy. shout out to him. He's a great guy. He's, he's great. He just had a baby. So yeah. he's, 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 he's the best. Yeah. So he's really a top notch individual. He, and he's just a great person. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you're right. Have you guys have spoke um, before? He's yeah, come, we had him in. He's come on the show. Oh, cool. And then we used to be friends. No way. 
he dated my friend for a while. No way. And uh, he and I would get, we'd smoke weed together. No way. Yeah. He's uh, he's very uh, he he's I mean we've had hints of spiritual things been said today, but he's very much on his uh, Zen shit, oh, yeah. oh, which yeah. I love about him. I, I'm excited for. Uh, he's a calming presence. He always has been, and he really was a gentleman. Um, yeah, I ran into him a couple, maybe like a couple months ago at the mall. <laughs> like with Janelle, he's really great. Yeah, Janae. Janae, fuck with Janae. Jesus Christ. Let's uh, let's. I ran- <laughs> let's keep that one in. Actually, yeah, no, we're keeping that yeah, one yeah. in. The other <laughs> thing that you guys didn't hear that was cut. <laughs> was uh, are you nervous to send him a song? Or is yeah, it- how does that work? It randomly happened through my business manager, Josh. Shout out to Josh. He reps Sean. And I've always bugged Josh, like, hey, man, you, you're my in for Big Sean, you know? And uh, he was like, all right, we'll get, you know, yeah, someday we'll do it. I just, you know, I, like, he was just kind of like pump, pumping the brakes a bit on me. And then one day I was like, hey, dude, I think I actually have something that that, that is, that is like, on this new album recently um, that he could sound great on. And he's like, all right, send it to me. And then I wake up the next day to a text on group chat with him and Big Sean. And, uh, <laughs> He's just like, yeah, man, send me the song, and then just he like loved it and and wrote his verse and just sent it back to me. And what about that song that was like, oh, I, I think Sean would send great on this. It, it just it has a really cool, um, soulful mm-hmm. gospel hip hop yeah. feel, um, and it, it it reminds me of like early like nappy roots stuff, and like just it just felt like a rapper had to be on the song, and. I was just like, I'm just going to shoot my shot and see if he's into it. You know, it wasn't like, it wasn't like him specifically. We had some other people in mind, but I just was like, I would be remiss if I didn't at least attempt to go yeah. for him. Well, you both are Detroit. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, I think this is the time. Like, I think I'm at a place where he might know who I am and, and, and if he doesn't, whatever, and if he says no, whatever, but at least like I tried and he was into it. So, you know what they say? Let's go. You miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. Yes. Anybody else you try to get on this album that said no? Yeah, there's a few. Like who? I'm trying to think. Let's call him out. Brian Seacrest. <laughs> Alessia Cara. Really? Yeah. What? Yeah. I love her. I, I should have been down. She's amazing. Hi, Alessia. And it's not even bad blood. She's I I love her. She's amazing. Wait, wait, I actually whoa. sent her a song that's not even gonna make the album, but um, but uh, yeah, she wasn't into it. It's okay though. Oh. Hmm. But she's great. Does that sting? It does. Especially when it's like people you admire. You're like, it's not like she's probably like, yeah, fuck him. No. He sucks. But she's like, ah, yeah, that, just song, that song didn't connect. It's, it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah, or was in the right time. It could be a bunch of different reasons. 100%, dude. 100%. 100%. And yeah. there's there actually a few country artists I tried to reach out to. Um, but really? But it didn't, didn't go anywhere. But mm. it's okay. But how often does it happen to you where somebody sends you a song and you're like, All nah, the time, dude. Exactly. And I don't think twice about it. And and so to be on the re- the receiving end of it is when it stings. Yeah. But and I try and like if if it's someone that sends me it, I try and be like, and it wasn't her fault or whatever. It was just her like she wasn't even we weren't in contact. But if I if I am in personal contact with someone who reaches out and is like, hey man, do you like this? Do you want to get on it? I'm always like, dude, you know I love you. <laughs> but, <laughs> but but I just like it. It doesn't seem like the right fit. You know, I try and really really like let them down easy because I, I hate i hate doing that yeah art yeah. is so personal it is it is man yeah and then you it's so easy to be like okay well am i the problem like because art is a reflection of you and so yes. if they don't like your song is it you that's fucked that that they don't like you know it's mm-hmm. like a multitude of things that 
could be the other answer and and it's important just to separate i think the art from from you so well you quinn 92 are the people's champ thank you at least my mom my mom thinks so i mean that's better than nobody yeah you know <laughs> if you want to listen to it, we're going to put a link in the description below the people's champ it's down there stream it all on amazon music do it i didn't really understand when i was in your music video again thank you backpack we'll put a link to watch yes. it too I you have under- to actually it's just, just selfishly because you're in it oh it's so good <laughs> yeah I didn't really fully understand the Quinn XCII joke. Yeah. And then I came into the studio and I told Carlos camera, I was like, oh my God, I'm going to be in some, I'm going to be in my friend's music video this weekend. And and, I'm, and he's like, oh, period, who? And I was like, Quinn 92. And he's like, who's who the that? the fuck is that? Yeah. And then I show it to him in writing and he goes, oh, Dude, Quinn XCII. I, I totally, I can't tell you how many times that happens, man. <laughs> now I'm like, I need to go back to that. Per not, per, I might just like pull an audible and be like, yeah, no, that is how you say it actually. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I didn't know that it was no, that no real. No hard feelings, man. Yeah, uh, <laughs> He's young. Yeah, no, I get it. It's, it's, dude, it's, it's, it's just, I got to live with it. It's a poor decision on my end to, to, <laughs> <laughs> to start to start with that in the first place. Shut yeah, up. yeah. Um, it's all good though. Yeah, yeah Roman numerals clearly not taught in school anymore. <laughs> I had to Google the Roman numerals though. Jesus for ninety two. So it's not like I'm some math wizard who is like, <laughs> I'm gonna really stump some people tonight. You know, that should have been a sign right there. You're yeah. making a mistake. Yeah, I know. I know. Dude. Well, it's clearly worked. We gonna, yeah. was he gonna go by Mike? Well, fuck. I learned his name. Mike, was Mike. Stud is not Mike. What? Yeah. Who? Mike Stud? You know who Mike Stud Mike is? Mike Stud. Rapper? You really? No. He goes by Mike. I was, maybe I, I do. I think it's... You, you do. You may have heard of him. I think, uh, I think that's cool when artists just go by one name. Yeah, Cher, Beyonce. Like a, but it, no, but it's like Mike, Kyle. Uh, Kyle. Uh, uh, what other examples? I don't know. I just think it's, I just think it's uni- unique. Yay. Just kidding. He's yay. Like, yay. yay. I mean, you can go by Quinn. Like in, in my day-to-day? No, you don't. You go by Mike. Yeah. Like we... Yeah. You, but your artist name would just be Quinn. We tried it, and then that was the first. That was the first. I never wanted the Roman numerals. Oh, we we wanted to go by Quinn, and then a guy on Spotify had the license licensing to the name. Idiot. And he was like an older guy who just made kind of like basement techno music, but he had like ten monthly listeners. And we were like, okay, we we're like, hey man, like, love what you're doing, but you know, like, I'm hoping this is gonna be like a career for me. Like, can we buy the name from you? Can we? You know, pay you some money for it, and he's he's like, no, wow, and he, he's like, I'm re- I'm willing to go to court for it. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> so we we're like, okay, it's we'll just add something to it, but how long? But, but, but good, for, good for him, man. I mean, I mean, sticking to his guns. How long? He's he's, he, yeah, maybe he'll blow up next year, and we'll be like, oh, that was fucking Quinn. <laughs> how long did it take that you, fucking Quinn. <laughs> how long did it take you to start like identifying with the name Quinn? Because it is like another real name. It's not, yeah. Like you have some strain. It's no, it's a name. I know, I know. I I, I still it, it's still kind of like I've gotten better, but it still kind of throws me off when someone's like, "What's up, Quinn?" And I have to be like, I'm like "Oh yeah, 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 that's me." Like they're talking about me. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's weird. It's weird. Well, to me, it's weird that your name's Mike because I found that out. <laughs> that's today. even weirder. Yeah, yeah. You didn't yeah. Know that? No, I thought. Yeah. It was, I mean, I thought it was Quinn uh, all life. What? Like, why wouldn't you think it's Quinn? It's Quinn. Yeah, it's a yeah, name. It's a name. Yeah, it's not like you know. <laughs> yeah. It's not like Young Thug. Exactly. Name too, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. No, like, no. Oh, he's probably got a name behind that, yeah. 
Well, no, most it, people, like, you know, Harry Styles, his name's Harry. No, exactly. You don't think well, it's like Lucky Kevin. fucking him. What a great <laughs> yeah, name he's got. His name is Kevin, Kevin Styles. Styles. Kevin yeah. Styles. <laughs> would not be a superstar, I'll tell you that much. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I'm a firm believer in the name oh. can get you to a certain level Fuck yeah. where Kevin Styles couldn't. No. Even if you were the best musician ever. No. You're not playing arenas if your name's Kevin Styles. And, and that's what sucks. And that's why I think there's such a burden and pressure on parents to come fucking through for your kids or then With names, yeah. enable an environment where they feel yeah. creative enough to adapt a new title. Yeah. You know, if they feel like they <laughs> need to. Yeah. Yeah. Kind it's on of, you, parents. I always think about that. But if I was to start a band today and call myself like the Red Hot Chili Peppers, you'd be like, that's the stupidest fucking name. You know what? It's so true. It's dumb until it becomes the cool, Something. until your yeah. band becomes cool. And then you're like, Oh yeah, that name's sick. Yeah, like I remember Jeezy said in an interview, he's like, "I hate my name," and then it just stuck and it became a thing. Yeah. And now I don't think twice about it. I don't think it's lame, but he apparently does. I don't love my name, but like it's just it is what it is, and you know you just you just stick with it. So I think Bono recently said that about you too. I think really he, I think he said that the name is stupid or you're. I don't something. love that. Wow, I still don't so love. Good. I don't love that name actually. What you yeah. too? Yeah. It's so simple. I love it. It is simple. It's genius. Or like the Beatles. If the Beatles came out right now, would, yeah. would you be like that sucks? I don't know. It depends on what they look like. Their yeah. heads look like beetles. Their hairstyles, you know? Is, like, that, is that offensive? Is that why they call themselves Probably that? not. I don't know. I always wonder that. I mean, like, if I started a band and call myself, like, the Lizards, you'd be like, eh. Yeah, like, but you're not, not you're, you're, you're not giving Lizard. The Beatles' hairstyles were given Beatles. Yeah. Okay. Yeah? Yeah. I guess. I'm mm. thinking, about, I'm thinking like, about it. You'd be like the Red Lawn Chairs. <laughs> See, if I and was... that's a cool band name. Uh, it is pretty sick. Red Hot Lawn Chairs. Oh... Or just like the lawnies. The lawnies. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're just, you know. Yeah, we're workshopping, we're workshopping something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're getting there. But you know what? If you want to listen to something that's been fully workshopped <laughs> and is out in the world. That's why he's a pro. That segue right there. <laughs> Come on. The People's <laughs> Champ. Listen to it. There's a link in the description below. Final thoughts, Daniel. Yeah, speaking of pro, professional athlete, let's talk about <laughs> the sports theme. I mean, this is crazy. It's like two amazing segues. <laughs> um, I just think like um, the people's champ. Like we, we clearly the meaning is different. It's not just sports related, but um, we just thought it'd be a funny way to brand the album. And and I've always done like quirky, like very Wes Anderson inspired fashion. And we thought like doing some preppy, like you know, I'm in like a preppy tennis outfit in one photo, and the other is like uh, boxing, and the other is me like in a bathtub, like. <laughs> Which isn't really sports related, but like it's just just weird stuff. And we thought there's sports is like a very broad spectrum of ideas, and we we were like, all right, we, there's a lot to pick from there. And we're even going to incorporate it into the U.S. tour where it's going to feel like a sporting event, like you're going Sick. to like a NBA game, and there's like the jumbotron and the kiss oh, cam and it. yeah, t-shirt gun. It's just like there's so much to choose from. So we thought we thought that'd be cool. And I'm a big sports fan, so just I don't know. Yeah, so you kick so you kick and field goals. Missed all of them, but, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll get them next time. Yeah. Shout out to field goal kickers, by the way. That's hard. Yeah, right? That's fucking hard. Some say that that's actually the hardest job on the team. Field goal kickers? I think it's the oh, most pressure. It could be. Most, pressure, be most pressure, for pressure. sure. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. Another time we'll talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> what an awful way to end this field goal kickers. We can't land on a better note. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I think the, I think the sports theme could also represent you feeling like an underdog. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, I do you? I I think I think I feel yeah I do. I think I feel like I'm still proving myself a bit, even yeah. like five albums in. I saw that caption today. Yeah, I actually didn't post that. So who I, did? I didn't see it. Daisy, my manager. Uh, ah, yeah. mm. but uh, 
yeah, dude, no, on a serious note, like, I feel like I'm still, like, I mean, I'm still proving my, uh, myself a bit, but I'm learning to, like, not care as much about that and just, you know, kind of what we said earlier today, like, just enjoy what I have and have gratitude for it, but, um, I still want to, I still want to exceed at what I do and I still feel like people are surprised when they hear like, oh, he just played the Greek theater. Oh, he's doing Red Rocks. Like, I, I'd rather it be like, oh yeah, that makes sense. He's, you know, he's he's that guy he, that, you know, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? But you've played the Greek a couple times. I've seen you there more than once now. Yeah. Um, Twice? No, just uh, once. Uh, maybe I opened for someone. I don't know. Just once, I think, actually. Why do I lose track of everything? Yeah. So you, like you were saying in the very beginning, you may not have these you know, massive hit after hit, but you're selling tickets. Dude, you're yeah. selling out like no. And I'd rather business. do that than than big hits, honestly, because yeah. that's where to me the 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 proof is in the pudding. It's yeah. like, you know, like people seeing real humans in 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 seats at shows is is there's nothing better than you you can't you can't like numbers are cool, but like there's nothing better than seeing like real people no. like scream your lyrics back. So but that's a real business too. It's and a that's real business. Like, yeah, it's, that's everything. It's everything. Yeah. So it takes the pressure off of making a hit record. So. I got confused. I thought, you know, I, I was looking at Chelsea Cutler and I was like, there's no way that's Quinn. No, I, she just, <laughs> she just did the Greek the other day. By the other day, I mean like two months ago, right? Chelsea? No, that was with me. The fuck? Where am I? Dude, oh come on, man. God. You know what I have? I am no longer drinking. Really? Yes. It doesn't sound like it. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is a fairly I'm new joking, I'm joking, revelation. I'm joking. Seriously though, I thought about yes. it. I thought about it. Really? Yeah. I tried to do the sober January. I didn't didn't go so hot. But going into tour this year, I really do want to try and like limit alcohol consumption. Yeah. So like I, I just just so like I don't wake up hungover. I want to enjoy every moment of it instead of being like, what did we do last night? Like Do you smoke weed? Edibles. I don't smoke weed, but I just, I'll take edibles, yeah. Yeah. It's bad for my voice. Yeah, I get it. Got to keep this. <laughs> Somebody secured. respects what they got. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like you. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Somebody respects what they got. <laughs> Goddamn kids. Uh, my voice will be back by the next interview. Um, Jesus. Well, yeah, you see one. Yeah, it's hard to go sober. But like not drink, but not yeah. Well, California sober is a good way to live, I think. Oh, God, yeah, but like you know, I'm not. I'm. I am. I'm. I'm done drinking and t for the foreseeable future. Good for you, man. That's awesome. Uh, what was it? Well, not to get too deep, but like, oh, uh, just getting too drunk. Yeah, yeah. Terrible experience. Hurting people I care the most about. It, it rolls into s everything else, and that's why I've learned. Oh it's like, yeah. It's like you want to lose weight. Well, stop drinking. Because if for me, if I'm drinking, I have to eat shitty food. Yeah. And I at night, and, I, and then I I sleep in. And I don't get up, and I don't actually. You know, it's just like. Do you know it, for every drink effect. it takes seventy two hours for your metabolism to break it down? Seriously. Really? Yeah. So what ends up happening is your oh body gosh, gets wow. distracted. So you drink, right? And then you're eating other food. Your the other food you're eating just sits there, yeah. waits in line because your metabolism is working incredibly overtime to break down the beverage. Like it prioritizes the beverage yes. first before yes. the food. I have a friend who's like literally That's just fascinating. the other day lost like 60, 70 pounds. Oh my gosh. Stop from there. from stopping drinking? Yeah, but my my want to stop drinking has, the physicality of it will come with it. Mm -hmm. um, just, just. Like mental clarity? Yes. Oh, not really liking the person I am at all. Also yeah. not like losing track because God, fucking when you pour your own drink, there's no way to keep measure. It's like so stupid. The whole thing. Yeah, I'm you're, over right. It. you're right. You're right. Yeah. How old are you? I'm um, 29. 29. I'm 30. Yeah. I just, I'm getting to that point where I'm like, everything just hurts more. Like hangovers hurt more. <laughs> drinking like, is just you know mentally I mean? like, exhausting. It is. It is, dude. Yeah. It I is. stopped drinking at 29. Did you? 29, 30. Yeah. How old are you now? 
32? 32. Yeah, I stopped drinking. I did dry January going into 2020 or 2019, whatever the math adds up to. Yeah. And just never started again. Was it you were just like sober curious and just... Yeah, I never drank like that much. I would just kind of go out on the weekends, but then yeah. I decided to do dry January. I said, this is great. And it just lasted three years. I dabbled this past December a bit, but after three years, I was like, this just yeah. isn't for me anymore. Do you find it hard in, in your career to like, because you guys, you know, you're always around, you're at shows, your people are partying. Like, is it that temptation there still for you? Do you think? Or? Not at all. Because I just really? I just know how I feel when I drink. Drinking's fun in the moment, but I feel like shit for seventy two hours. I, I also like I know, when yeah. I stopped drinking, life got a lot. It's it's much more boring in different ways. Like I don't leave my house anymore. I just said I don't go out. Yeah. So it. I'd rather not be out at parties if everyone's going to get wasted. I'm the sober guy in the corner. Yeah. See, that's not fun for me. I yeah. like to be the sober guy in the corner and to go observe. out. To observe. Yeah. Be, well, I also <laughs> like, I, I like ter- taking care of my friends. It's so funny. I've had to do a lot of re, just like, just evaluation on myself and understanding like, where is this deep desire coming from? And like, what is my relationship in history with drinking? And yeah. I didn't drink until I was 21. I was like always taking care of drunk friends and designated driver up until literally my birthday. Like that day that we were all together was the first day I'd ever had a sip of alcohol. Wow. Um, and <laughs> I was a better, I, it's true. Yeah, Your yeah, 21st yeah. birthday was the yeah, first? Yeah, yeah, No yeah. way, wow. Yeah. I, I, first person to ever wait till they were 21? Yeah. Well, That's crazy. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was until then. So I was like, I like, but I loved still going out and being with friends even though they were drinking and still being a part of it. And I smoke weed, so I'm fine. I think that's a like a beautiful reminder that like you actually crave that like camaraderie yes in connection and with other people yeah it's not really the alcohol well and the alcohol has actually been coming in the way of it mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and and making that connection mm-hmm. toxic and mm-hmm. disgusting and but you're spot on yeah like i crave community friendship yeah and connection yeah. i don't crave alcohol right you know what i did this past weekend just a little suggestion i had a uh, two non-alcoholic heinekens and nobody there bothered me. Everybody thought I was drinking. Yeah. Nobody was pressuring me to okay, drink. Okay, but here's what here's here's uh here's my thought on that. Is it still have like a bunch of calories in it and stuff? Mm, yeah, probably. it's definitely not good. Because it's you. like, why am I drinking this if I'm not even getting a buzz? So people leave me the hell alone. Yeah, right. You're people telling are... me my body's gonna break all this down. Yeah. I'm not even getting a buzz. <laughs> it's not worth it. Okay, you're right. That makes sense. No, but yeah, but I, I know what you're saying. Yeah. People, people don't have to be like, Why aren't you drinking, yeah, why man? Why drinking? Take this drink, take yeah. this shot. It's like, yeah. no, I got mine, I'm good. Yeah. Or you could do just like club soda or club, you you know, know, like a lime y- on the Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Goes a long way. Yeah, yeah. I get a ginger ale. Ginger ale? That's what I'm going for. Well, anyway, the people's champ, <laughs> Quinn92 is here. Drill, last words. <laughs> Link in the description below. Listen to the album. Please stream all of his music on Amazon Music. Quinn, Mike, we love you. Love Thank you, guys. You, Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Good you. Hello, beautiful human. You made it through our conversation with Quinn92. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, also, big thanks to GoPuff for being our sponsor today. Uh, big thanks to Quinn92 for being here. And again, thank you to you. Now be safe. Hug your family if you can. Remind them that you love them. Don't go to jail. And have a great day. I'll talk to you real soon. By the way, today's episode is made possible by a few incredible humans, including our executive producers, Michael D. Ratner, Scott Ratner, Dylan Martyr, Dan Zola, Joshua Rusak, and Olivia Rodensky. Our senior director, Toby Lawless. Our associate producers, Eve Bishop and Claudia Villarreal. Our music is by James Asciutto. Our editor is Camera Carlos Gomez. Our sound mixer is Daniel Chavez-Crook. Our post-production manager is Caroline Rude. And I'm your host and executive producer, Zach Sang. Thanks for hanging out with us today. I'll talk to you real soon. <laughs>